okay um, we were just uh i was just watching jess no don't <laughs> don't do it don't you dare well i won't i'll paint i won't paint the picture but obviously when you run a lot like jess is doing because she's training for a marathon uh, your feet don't look great anyway moving on <laughs> welcome to episode 24 mm. of uh, the are we still here podcast we don't actually have a title for this one um we are going to go in it a bit of a bit of a freestyle I'm sure as we always do we will uh, have stuff to talk about however I'm going to start sorry I'm Sasha I'm Jess <laughs> um, it's weird because we're 24 episodes deep I feel like it's it's, we, it's not like introducing it's kind of just like yo we're back again yeah if you've been with us long enough then you get who we are by now exactly um so I'm gonna start us off because I got an interesting message on Instagram last night and hopefully I won't obviously it's anonymous but I hope she's listening I think she will be she did ask she did say you could share right said we could mention it on the pod um and I like that I got this message because she said I feel like you're the perfect person to ask because basically there's some trickery going on (laughs) trickery um in her gym and she doesn't know how to deal with it and I know that Jess and I often talk about like how to deal with other people doing things that we as coaches know is probably not ideal but obviously people love it and people do it um so I'm going to read it out I'm just make sure there's no nothing that could give anything away no okay we're good so (coughs) she said ah Hi Sasha, I don't. I hope you don't mind me messaging, but I could do with some advice as I feel like you're the perfect person to ask. I work as a PT in a gym. One of my colleagues has recently lost a significant amount of weight, mostly during lockdown. This was not done in a healthy way. Um, they slashed calories dramatically and trained for five hours a day. However, many members are asking to work with him as they've seen the results, but are not aware of what he did to get those results. And I don't think that he's being totally honest with them about the extremes that they went to. I'm really struggling with, just remember, she's a PT. Um, I'm really struggling with feeling, A, like a bit of a bitch for ratting uh, on them to members because they're asking her and she's obviously being honest. Uh, B, that I now need to lose weight in order to compete with him in terms of growing my client base. And C, that I'm a failure and not as good at my job as him because I'm not as lean. Any suggestions on how to move past this would be hugely appreciated. Feel free to discuss on the pod or in your email list. Thank you so much. There's loads in there. I was actually just thinking I could, we could talk about that for an hour. I feel like this podcast should, podcast should be named agony ants because what? that's what that field like ask it was like a ask Sasha ask Jess type you of question I actually um because right so that message is obviously quite long there's loads in it it's easily a topic for conversation for us and it's almost perfect for us to discuss mm. um so if anyone has if anyone coaches out there who are listening to this have like any like big things that they can't quite figure out in their head um if you want to message me or Jess on Instagram and we'll go over it on a podcast, I think that's a good idea because I think what Jess and I are quite good at is kind of looking at a situation for what it is, peeling it apart and kind of making sense of it in a way that can help you kind of almost just like forget about it. Um, yeah. 
but I and totally I, empathize with it because we've uh, met that there. I just empathize with it. we've met people in our time haven't we for sure oh, I've seen some absolute nonsense in my time and I would to always talk about it with either more recently Jess or my coach because obviously sometimes I think oh my god I can't believe I'm seeing this and I think it's very common and obviously if you're just not a PT listening to this obviously it'll also be helpful because you might be one of the people that might look at this person and think oh yeah oh my god that's amazing yeah and what we we discussed didn't we was unfortunately even though and, and like I feel for this this person who's messaged you so much even though um some people would find out that they've done it in a really unhealthy way and think oh god no I don't want to do it that way but some people would still want to do it even though they know it's been an unhealthy way because they don't know what um sort of that means necessarily oh what do you mean it's really drastic oh yeah well I'm up for I'm up for extreme I can handle extreme and it's like well well no because our job and our sort of duty as health professionals is to keep you healthy and if we're promoting something that's so drastic and and really gonna kind of put that at threat that that's that again that's where it starts to come down to like what's ethically right for sure so I can totally understand why this this person who messaged you is feeling a bit like torn between two camps of, of wanting to to be I don't know honest authentic all of the qualities that a good personal trainer should have for sure um it is it's, it's such a tricky one what are we what were your thoughts when you first read it when I first read it I was like oh I just finished my biryani that my housemate made <laughs> and I was reading it and I was like oh and I love getting messages like this just as a, as a shout out um I find it really interesting and obviously thank you for sharing it um at first, I was looking at the A, B, and C, and I was thinking, these sound like very internal things. So mm-hmm. it sounds like things that may have arisen in life if this situation didn't even happen anyway. For example, mm-hmm. I'm sure that her feeling like a failure and that she's not good at, at her job because she's not as lean has probably been an issue for a long time before he did this uh, mm. weight loss thing. So that's one of the first things I picked up. Like these are just things that, apart from the obviously bitch of ratting about him because obviously that's a, that's a more specific thing. But the things she said I'm really struggling with have probably been there for ages. Mm. So to tackle this issue as a whole, I would first try and tackle these things that she's worrying about and then kind of forget about that whole scenario for a second. Let's push that to one side and just be like, why, um, excuse me, why does she think she needs to lose weight to have a good business? And why does she think that she's not as good a coach because she's not lean? Yeah. Big, big, big things that we could that Jess and I will literally could probably talk for three days. Oh God. <laughs> I remember when I first started out coaching, I definitely thought that was a prerequisite. Oh crap, I need to have six pack abs. Like, oh God, like, and, and realistically, I don't think ever in my life I've had, I've had six pack abs and that's absolutely fine. One, because, one, because 
I've never pushed myself <laughs> to that extreme. And two, I don't, I don't necessarily think that does make you a great trainer at all. There's, 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 there's that, there's that uh, conversation that we had not long ago, which was like, do you need to look a certain way to be a personal trainer? Yes or no. And it was like, I think it's somewhere in the middle in the sense that we, we said, didn't we, if you live a certain lifestyle, you are naturally going to look a certain way. So if you're promoting healthy habits to your clients and you're living by those rules that you set yourself and you kind of push, push out there, then you are naturally going to look a certain way. That doesn't mean you are going to be shredded for some coaches that might mean that, like, for example, this coach that you're talking about, um, he is living his life in extremes and people are coming to him because they think, oh, great, I want to look that lean. But little do they know what it's going to take to do that in an unhealthy way. Um, and the sustainability of that coach is come back to them in a year's time would be a really good telltale sign of, of how they're doing. Is that a measure of how successful their business is now? Because if they've already gone to one end of the low body fat percent scale, where are they going to be in, in a couple of months? Because they can't sustain that. Nobody can. It's impossible to, to stay that low. It's very, very unhealthy. There's a reason bodybuilders do it for one day and they dehydrate themselves and they take God knows what to get to that point. And then half the balance for them is trying to not gain all that weight again because it's like it's so much more psychological than what people let on. Exactly. And if you really look in, obviously disclaimer bodybuilding is a sport as mm -hmm. I always say I've said that sentence so many fucking times because we don't realize that we we try and live our lives like someone who's literally competing in, in, in a sport which is uh, bizarre um but it's not advertised as a sport it's advertised as a way of life so that's where that gets mixed up um however like Jess was saying to look extreme you have to do extreme things extreme behaviors lead to extreme results we know this um and when people dehydrate themselves look a certain way if you really like back in the day this is what I used to do because I don't know I was not obsessed with it but I was I was so intrigued by it if you look at the same people three months later two months later you know what you see t-shirt up take a picture and the caption's always the same bloody thing it's like oh abs hanging on for dear life I'm like get a fucking grip <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, or just repurposing all the photos from the three months prior when they were on stage. Exactly. It's like they all they've done, hopefully, because we know that a lot of eating disorders and stuff come out of the bodybuilding industry. But hopefully, if they've just gone back to normal eating and no extremes because they're no longer competing, they will end up with a normal body again. Mm. And then what is normal and subjective, blah, blah. But I'm talking like, you know, a bit of body fat. You know, you know how it is. A bit of muscle, of course, because they train hard, but pretty, pretty normal. And there's where the, the the mistake lies. It's like, okay, if you do normal things, you'll look normal. If you do extreme things, you'll look extreme. So this lady who's messaged me has said, I'm a failure at my job. This like gets me right here. Yeah, it hits, <laughs> hits you in the feels. It gets me so it gets me so hard because some of the some of the best coaches I know who I'm literally in awe of and I will I would pay for an hour just to pick their brain just normal people and they don't look very I can honestly I can think of a, a few in my head that I think fuck they're so good at their job but they don't get the exposure because they look pretty pretty, pretty normal 
Mm. You know, one of the one of the best coaches I know, probably one of the best in the UK, who who coaches like some of the best CrossFit athletes and um, you know, uh, the sport of fitness. Honestly, I know him. <laughs> I know him. I know him. And he comes to the gym a lot and I'm like, you're right, mate. He's like, yeah, you're right. And you just think you literally just look like someone's dad. He is someone's dad. And he is so knowledgeable that he has taken average people and taken them to not only compete in the CrossFit Games, but fucking win. Mm. Right? But he looks like someone's dad. This is where the issue lies. It's like our job isn't, our, our job is what's, I'm pointing yeah, my head, but I always get yeah. on the podcast. Our job is nothing to do with what we look like. It is a brain thing. Yeah. And it is what we know and it's experience and it's study and it's science and it's it's removing biases and, and, and looking at the individual. It's like, who gives a flying mm, <laughs> what my stomach, what my midriff, honestly, it's weird when you say it out loud, it sounds even more stupid. Yeah, but also, and to this person who sent you the message, 100%, I can guarantee that Sasha and I have had these thoughts during our career, like, especially in the beginning especially in the beginning mm -hmm. and it's because it does consume you a little bit because you are in this you're looking at all these people around you because you are wanting to learn so part of that is seeing what other people do, are doing for sure um but it's really easy not it's really easy to fall into that comparison trap of well what are they doing that makes them so successful I know some people and it depends what you define as success right is success as a coach or as a person who's getting into fitness mm -hmm. is it as a coach um having lots of clients or is it having six pack abs is it as somebody who's getting into fitness is it being able to do a, a number on a squat or a deadlift or having a certain body fat percentage well it, it, that varies to every every person there'll be someone in who loves powerlifting who the epitome of success is you being able to do a really heavy squat there'll be somebody who is in awe of the bodybuilding world who will be in awe of how you can get your body fat percentage so low it really doesn't matter and I think as a coach one of the things I would say is that I've learned over the years to realize what you're good at and really really hone in on that I will put my hands up and say I'm probably not going to be the most scientific coach out there in the world unfortunately there's going to be so many other people who's better at that than me because they've done they've probably got 30 years on me in regards to experience they've probably got a couple of degrees ahead of me in regards to in regards to education but instead it's looking at what you can do and bring that into the mix and the same applies to your fitness but it takes time to get good at that it takes time to be able to realize what you're good at what you enjoy what actually sets you alight and and kind of merge them all together I think that's that's kind of how I would look at it no absolutely it's, it's a really good point um I think we can also talk about like values and I would say to this lady who's probably listening, what are your values as a coach and in life? Mm. Because it sounds like this guy probably doesn't worry too much about authenticity, um, which is one of my values. Um, trust, which is one of my values. <laughs> and well, my values are uh, um, trust, loyalty, authenticity, and curiosity. So I always think that if I'm covering those bases, like I feel even if I'm not making the most money in the world or, or uh, 
you know what people see as success in fitness which you know having fucking 10k a month whatever it is like okay but at least I'm sticking to that so at least I can fucking sleep at night Mm. (laughs) you know um so I would say to this lady like what are your core values in your in yourself and in your job and it sounds like from what you've said you want to actually want to help people which is great um you probably have good empathy which is a necessity in 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 the fitness um industry um and it sounds like you don't want people to be misled but you also want to do well in your job that sounds Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. trying to unpick it obviously it's hard but that's what it sounds like to me and if you are if you are aligned how can I say it if you are aligned with your own values then you will attract people that align with your values so if you feel like you're not maybe doing as well as you should be I'm sure Jess and I can both empathize with that it's because you know we're we're confident in our ability but sometimes it doesn't show through in I don't know our client base or how many people we're working with blah blah blah. there's loads in that but like you need to talk to the people who because I tell you what there'll be people in your gym that will agree with you wholeheartedly on this and would actually think that he shouldn't be doing what he's doing yeah Um, those are the people you want to speak to you know the people that are going to him and being like, oh my God, this is amazing what you've done. Oh my God, you know, please do it to me, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It's like those, like Jess and I were saying just before this podcast, and um, I was speaking to my coach about as well, like these people got stuff they need to sort out because if they're attracted to something that's clearly, you know, not healthy and extreme and just a bit mental, um, then there's probably some internal stuff with them that they need to figure out before they even start this but they won't because he won't pay attention to it because that's not what he's in it for Um, so alignment with your own values find people that align with yours um if you like like you wrote that big message to me like my coach was saying like if that helped her like it does for me and probably you as well Jess sometimes Mm. if I'm like got these thoughts I'll just write I'll just write it down maybe she needs to do more of that yeah herself and then maybe if she wants to make it public you know I don't know blog email whatever then that's great but things start to make sense when you blurt it out or when you say it to somebody or that's probably why she messaged me right because she was like am I am I right in thinking this or you know it's it's troubling me um so that's what I think is, is pretty good to think about when it comes to my business isn't as good it is as it as it could be because I feel like I'm not lean enough because Jess and I will say this it is not because of that 100% it's like and but it's one of those things that I don't know how how long this this lady's been coaching for or anything like that but it's definitely something I've learned over time yes it sounds like something that's at the beginning of maybe a career Mm -hmm which is good because it's good that she's even thinking about this because when you start usually you're just like ah, I don't know what to do but she's curious already yeah you know curiosity is the big one and like and and realizing somebody else messaged me actually the day and said it was really funny they messaged me and said they were just starting their PT qualification um had had I got any tips or anything and I was like Oh, it's funny that you should say that because we actually, last week's podcast was also actually uh, if we were to start from scratch, what would that look like? Um, and 
what we said was, uh, God, I can't even find the message now. I can't remember a name, uh, how it's spelled. Um, but we basically were just basically saying um, all the things that I did in the beginning, if I, if I was to maybe change it up a little bit from a, from a coaching point of view, I would maybe get clear on, like Sasha's values, what's important to you look at other people who like inspire you because there will be a lot of a lot of people you look at out there who you're like I do not want that I do not want to like this person in the gym I do not want to be that coach and and I think knowing what you do want to be is actually it's better to know what you don't want to be sometimes to kind of drive you in that direction because a lot of people are like I don't know the type of coach I want to become I don't know the type of fitness person I want to become okay well what don't you want to become because that's just as good of a, a telltale sign so I said that to her and then like also um I, I can't just pick up so much information from other coaches from other resources because the PT qualification as we know ain't yeah. all that it doesn't tell you enough it doesn't at all so you need to be curious like Sasha says and and, and get that information from elsewhere Exactly. So I would say to her, just finding the message again so I can read it properly. I would say to her, <clears throat> why do you think that to be good at your job, you have to be slim and lean? Mm. And why do you feel like you need to lose weight to compete with this person? And also, why do you feel like you have to compete with them? Because you have to think, um, we're talking directly to her now <laughs> this, is, this is what me and Jess talk about when we get frustrated about the transformation industry right it's different it's a different job yeah like, transforming people in eight weeks and coaching someone for health and fitness in their life it's two different jobs yeah a butcher and a baker one's mm. cutting meat one's baking bread you wouldn't look at if you were a baker you wouldn't look at the butcher and be like oh well how am I gonna get my I don't even know where I could go with that but you know you know, you know what I mean you wouldn't look at them for skills or inspiration because it's literally a different job yeah once I had that in my head and saw my job as different mm -hmm. it, it it brought me a little bit of peace not 100% yeah. peace I'll admit I still get frustrated um but when I started to look at it for what it is, it's like, yeah, but that's not what I do. So why am I, why am I annoyed about something that I don't do? Yeah. And yeah. do you think as well, though, like um, some of the frustration, say you're the baker, right? Transformation mm -hmm. industry is the butcher, well, oh, right? Cutting meat. <laughs> Someone comes to you and they're like, right, I would like loaf of bread sash. You're like, yeah, can sort that out. No problem. AKA yeah. improving your health. And occasionally that person might also say, do you do any, do you do any sausage rolls? And you're like, oh. I don't actually because they're still in that mindset of those little things creep into what they believe health and fitness to be because they've picked it up over the years I would like to think that Sasha and I are so good at our messaging that we don't get as many of those but you still do get people who your your client who comes to you once every while and says thinking about doing a juice diet that type of stuff you do you still do get those people because because the fitness industry can be really confusing and as humans, we get massive FOMO on other things. Oh, that person's doing that. Oh, should I do that? Oh my God, what should I do? And you get torn in so many different directions. And I think that's what's really important is as a coach, as a person, making sure that you understand what it is you are buying into, signing up for, the type of coach you want to become, whatever it might be.
exactly so it's, i would say again i feel like this whole podcast is gonna be about this message but i think that's good <laughs> there's so much in it if i was you her i would get my trusty whiteboard that i have to my left currently and i would wipe it clean and i would empty because it sounds like she likes writing because the message is literally like really long what are your values what are your values in business where do you see your business in five years who's the customer that you want to help um what are you what is the stuff that you don't really want to dabble in like obviously mine would be um extreme weight loss bodybuilding stuff like that which is totally fine because it's just not what i do somebody else does that right that's their that's their uh, field exactly um and i would write what I want to learn about, who inspires me, um, what do I want to do with my own fitness, what does fitness mean to me, like there's, there's so much, and just writing all that stuff down, and when I did that, I was like, oh, and that's when I started to, obviously, because she's saying that she feels like she's not um, growing her client base, my client base isn't massive, but when people come to me, I'm like, yeah, I, I understand that, because I've obviously had spoken to them a bit before I know what they do um you know we've had chats back and forth even sometimes like I was saying with Gemma for like for for the whole year like people I've known in the past like if you put your message out there your message nothing to do with butchery all to do with bakery Mm -hmm. then people will come to you for the right reasons so that's what I would say to her. I was like, if you feel like you're comparing yourself to him, just understand that this isn't what you want to do. So instead of saying horrible things about, not horrible things, I'll, I'll reword that. Instead of worrying about what he's doing and thinking that it's shit, which, you know, in my opinion, it is a bit shit as well. Worry about what you actually want to do. Because mm. like that you said, so much better well spent on you than him. Yeah, exactly. and. In your um, gym, I'm guessing if there's a load, I'm, I'm thinking for some reason, I'm thinking it might be like um, uh, a pure, if, if they're advertising things in psych, that's usually what, or, some, or a gym like that. Um, it's a great place to pick up clients. Um, you know, pure, pure, is a, pure has so many members, like you've got a stream of people. And if you just make sure that the people you're talking to and the people that you think would be good, as long as they know what you're about and you're authentic with your own values, then they're going to come to you and they're not going to go to that person. Because mm. imagine if, if a bake, if a, if a apprentice baker went to a head butcher, they'd be like, you're in the wrong place. And, and, and the unfortunate thing is if he's in it for the cash, which it seems like he is, he'd take that person on anyway. But mm. then they'll leave if you take on a client who is not aligned with you they will leave it it is almost like you can kind of see it coming because you're like yeah it's fine you just you were never aligned in the first place but then when you've got these clients that align with you fully that's when you're like oh yeah like this is it now I'm the coach for you you're the client for me and that's when the fucking magic happens um so I would say yeah focus more on what you're talking about and what you're doing and and what you believe in rather than what this absolute shop is doing by the sound of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, funny, funny. Um, Also, 
Jess, what would you do if the people were asking you about it in the gym? Someone's coming up to me. What, and saying, what's this guy? Yeah, so she said, A, I'm really struggling with feeling, A, like a bitch for ratting on him to members because they're asking me. That's a tough one, I think. I think there's nothing wrong. I think I would probably do the same. If people are asking me, I would just be absolutely honest and say, yeah, I think behind the scenes, he's taken some extreme measures to get those results. Personally, and this is authentic to who I am as a coach, I take a much more lifestyle, holistic approach with training and nutrition. So um, mine might take, mine, working with me may take you a little bit longer to to get to, well, probably to that extreme a very long time, but no, it wouldn't even be comparable. But yeah, to, to work with me, it would be a different ball game altogether. It's basically, it's basically like, like Sasha says, you go into two different people. It's so hard to compare. But when you're out, when you're an outside person in, it's being curious with that client as well, and, and kind of saying that's not really my approach at the moment. Um, I guess what would help me understand a little bit more about you is what's important to you. What does health look like to you? What are you trying to work on? And if that person says, I just want to get shredded, then then you can kind of tell tell from the off what they're they're about. Yeah. Or if they say, do you know what? I just want to feel fitter. I want to feel healthier. I'm sick of um, walking up the stairs and feeling knackered or I'm fed up of um, my clothes has been a little bit tight or whatever it is. I can 100% help you with that. That's amazing. Let, let me show you the principles of health through through training, through through nutrition of how we can achieve that. Yeah, no, but absolutely. If, I would say the people that are asking you about it or talking to you about it, they probably already know themselves. They're probably just kind of wanting confirmation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just sorry. I'm just having like um, loads of thoughts. <laughs> it is, it, it's a it's a really good it's a really good it's a really good um question and and I think um as a coach, there's so many people doing their own thing all the time that sometimes it feels like it's you versus versus them but like Sasha said earlier if you can get really crystal clear on your own message and what you're about that will bother you a lot less because in at the end you'll just go oh well that's that's them this is me and you'll feel much more content and at peace with it Mm -hmm. absolutely and um also this is like I said I was speaking to my coach about yesterday because Sometimes I'll I'll have stuff in my head and I, and I, and I'll say it to my coach and then he he it's weird he almost it's like he knows my thoughts better than I do and I'll say it and I'm like yeah that's what I meant he's like yeah I know that's why I said it <laughs> um, and he he was talking about how like as coaches in reality obviously she's a coach so I'm, I'm including you in this conversation mm. we in reality we'll, we will only help properly help i'm talking about life-changing stuff a handful of people in our existence mm-hmm. we might feel like we're really helping people now but in 10 years you know if they've gone back to whatever they were doing before and they don't really remember their their um work with us and that's fine obviously it's inevitable but like i would just really focus on helping those helping the people that have chosen you to the best of your ability in hope that it will be more meaningful than just like a six month thing. Um, 
and that's maybe what she should think about when it comes to you know building a client base and, and just focus on helping the people that you have as much as possible because people talk especially yeah. in gyms like that you know and I always think as well like the timing in people's lives there is so much that um the client who is going to the extreme PT now may come to her in two years time in a much better place realizing what they didn't like about the extreme life and that's cool and I've kind of come to that term in regards to these these eight-week transformations and stuff that you see all the time I'm very much like that's cool I'll, I'll see you soon <laughs> I'll, I'll see you in the future that's all right with me because I did it oh my god I did it I thought oh yeah this is the way this is health for me to restrict myself and push myself super hard for a short period of time that's what I thought it was so I can relate to that mindset and also where I am now as a coach as a person um so I'm like that's fine they're just there but we'll meet in the future that's okay absolutely I've, I've spoken to people like that before it's like they're not ready for it yet they're still too far they're too deep into it but it's like yeah I'll see I'll see you soon because most people do realize mm. it just takes it it's usually if you're over the age of 30 I've noticed um people who come to me in their like mid-20s tend to be more interested in stuff because they're more resilient and they're younger and they can get away with it and they don't feel the negative health effects from it mm. but when you hit 30 or above it's like you can you can literally see it it unravels um so yeah you're right it's like those people maybe aren't ready to really take a look at their lifestyle and and make a positive impact because they're still too caught up in the the excitement and the hype and the noise of, of yeah else. And that'd be, that, I don't know about you, but that brings me peace as like in regards to my own coaching, because then you don't worry about, oh God, they're all going to, and it's like, that's okay. Nice. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want, because as well, they're the people that if they did come to you and they didn't get the extreme results in eight weeks, they would leave frustrated. And you're like, well, that's not what I said I was ever going to do for you. So mm-hmm. no, absolutely. And um, another point that uh, we both made actually, because like he, he my coach sent me over some notes and I uh, and then I added his notes to my notes and the 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 common thing that we we both had on there is um is she surprised Mm. you're a fitness professional social media is full of people like this so then we would both say if you saw a a profile on Instagram doing this what would you do like if Jess and I I wouldn't even be following them but if we Jess and I came across it I'd probably be like "Ah, unfollow scroll past you know so it's I know it's hard when they're in your gym but there's always gonna you know there's always gonna be if you work in a gym amongst other PT there's always always gonna be someone that you think is doing weird shit Mm. so it's like ignore it if you can and I get it that it's tough and it, it and it's tough and this is you know quite a vulnerable I guess thing for me to say but when you really believe in your abilities and you see other coaches who are, are, are basically being, what's the word? Unfaithful. It sounds like cheating. <laughs> um, if you like, like either not authentic or unethical, maybe. Yes, unethical. So if you're, if, yes, good word. So if you're a coach and you believe in what you do and you take the time to learn um, and you really believe in like your ability and your your talents as a coach and you see other coaches who are being slightly unethical and not being true to their values and maybe 
not practicing what they preach at all and that and they seem to be doing better than you it's usually better in financial terms it's not better you're not they're not doing better work they might be making more money and I totally empathize with that Jess will <laughs> Jess will say I, I think about this stuff all the time <laughs> um so just remember that the people that seem to be doing better than you who are being a little bit unethical it's only financially they're not doing better at their job because I tell you what they probably go home and don't even think about anything they probably just think oh I'll, I'll go and I'll take on a few new people tomorrow and give them this generic diet plan and if they don't follow it then that's up to them you know but you as a coach probably don't think like that and that's good because yeah. your your position in the fitness industry is therefore way more sustainable she, the girl who messaged me last night she'll probably be coaching if she takes the time to work on these things for another 15 years yeah the this chopper yeah <laughs> i'll call him chopper for this um, oh i don't even know this person um I, no so i won't call him a chopper that's not very um that's not very professional no. This guy, um, <laughs> this guy <laughs> who is, also is a chopper <laughs> yeah who seems i don't know who is perspective uh, he will probably only be doing this job for another few years in 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 five years time he'll be doing a similar position in a different career so he might be doing uh, car sales or recruitment or um something with a quick sale for that dopamine hit and that's a that's the reality with a lot of coaches who who don't see this as a they see this as a bit of a oh let's I earn a load of money for five years and then move on um they'll probably end up doing the same position in a different uh career a different um mm. expertise which is fine because again it's a different job yeah so I think that if you want to be honest with people if, if people ask you you can either like Jess said be honest and just say I I actually do this so I'm not really you know I don't uh do what he does he does more extreme things blah, blah. or you can just say I'm not too sure um uh, but feel free to ask him I'm sure he doesn't answer your questions <laughs> crisis averted yeah um, sure. number two that I need to lose weight in order to compete with him in terms of growing my client base that's something that you maybe need to figure out because it's an internal thing for sure it's an internal thing and, and as long as you're practicing what you preach with your health markers and and yeah as, as we say opex like blgs basic lifestyle guidelines sleep nutrition hydration movement purpose um you know all, all those things if your body looks like it does now and you're and you're working your best towards those things then that's all that matters mm-hmm. um and then that you're a failure for not doing a, as good a job as him because you're not as lean. Again, where's that come from? And it's good that she's written this all down because at least she's thinking about it. Yeah. Right. So where's that come from? I'm sure ask your current clients if you know, like I, I'm, I know that I could say to my clients, like, would you care if I put on a bit of weight? And they'd be like, no. <laughs> Are you fucking kid they'd probably be like what what kind of stupid question is that and I'd be like yeah sorry <laughs> because it's literally it's it's irrelevant yeah um, so yeah I think yeah any any more to say on that Jeff I think you summarize it really well and I think like just to apply it to um not even 
just coaching like from people who are maybe just passionate about fitness or getting into fitness and stuff it it's it's also not falling into that comparison trap of going into the gym and seeing somebody else do something mm-hmm. and think you need to do it or um believing that you need to be leaner because that's the definition of of health it, it really isn't but it's it's often what's portrayed like smaller is better like leaner is better and it's really not it's where you feel most comfortable and confident in your own skin Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a really difficult thing to quantify until you are in it (laughs) no 100 honestly 100 percent it's like when I speak to my clients about goals and stuff in the beginning and and they say oh I don't I don't really know and I'm like that's okay because ultimately like oh they might have a they might have a clear goal uh, or they might be like I'm not actually sure how I would measure it Mm-hmm. like to feel more confident and I'm like yeah you're going to struggle to measure that until you're there in that moment aren't you mm-hmm. and often when we get going I literally had this conversation with a client who I just signed up yesterday um and I li- we were saying um she's she's not long had a baby I spoke to her in February she uh, it was like the baby was uh 10 weeks old mm-hmm. um she had a bit more time to work on herself and she's come back to me now and she's ready to go um and we were saying about goals and things. And I was saying, what's really funny is a lot of the goals that I work with, um, for especially mums, I often find is they don't actually realise it's a goal until they've achieved it. So, for example, a client who didn't realise that they couldn't sneeze without weeing themselves a little bit. And then we start working on like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, my God, I sneezed today and I didn't wait. I didn't realise that was a goal, but I'm glad that I've achieved it. And now it's a thingy. And I'm like. They're the type of things that are like the 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 gold mines or the confidence thing that come out in a different way. I had the confidence to go for that promotion at work, which I wouldn't have dared done in the past, or because yeah. they're just feeling a lot more like I don't know, energized, focused, mental clarity is there, and that's lifestyle. That's not body fat percentage. Oh, that's no. because they're feeling it in a different way. So exactly, and that's like managing expectations, right? And sometimes when you expect, when you're like, oh, if I sign up with this coach, I'm gonna. I'm going to uh, have this body. I'm going to have this confidence. I'm going to do this. And it's like Mm-mm. any of that. So like, I always say, don't expect anything. And then if you don't expect anything, then everything is an achievement, right? Yeah. Um, I was talking to a client last night and I even said to her, I was like, I was like, gee, I can't take credit for that really, because although we we're working together and I'm obviously your coach and I'm coaching you like I didn't know that was going to happen but it's like and she's like no because basically she's celiac but she also has uh, loads of food intolerances um and interestingly we got to the bottom of she actually got celiac disease and these intolerances when she was doing her GCSE so she and she was really like she was in a bad way so she thinks that she got it through that Mm. which is super interesting I was like I was like, fuck, there's so much, there's so much in that. And since we've been working together, obviously, I, I, she just needed to chill out a bit. And like, everything was so like, ah, and I was like, whoa, whoa, just everyone, let's everyone calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, she, and obviously she's still a celiac. I haven't quite cured that disease. Um, but her food intolerances are gone. Mm. So, and I said to her, I was like, that's amazing. But it, it, it's, it's, it's her work. She did that. So that's nothing to do with me. Yeah. She, what was that? Send me read that post that you sent me yesterday. It was really good. Which one? 
Uh, oh God, I know we send about 20 in a day, don't we? Uh, oh, the, um, the, the Bradley one. Um, I love, I freaking love that. The I sent that to the coaches that I speak to and, and coach. Um, I freaking love that. Uh, Angus Bradley. I love it. He's like an Australian movement guy. Um, I'll read it out one sec. So yeah, just for context, my client who, who now doesn't have any flare-ups with her intolerances, she did that work. That's nothing to do with me. That's her. And obviously in our fitness industry, a lot of coaches are like, I just want to say, it's actually not about you. Yeah. It's not about you at all. Like but your body and whatever is like is irrelevant to the whole thing. Um, and he wrote a very good post about that um thing yesterday. Um, here we go. It's not that long actually. Um, he said, should I just read the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, grandiosity and shame are two sides of the same coin while it can be tempting to take all of your client outcomes personally coaching slash training is best looked at through the lens of the hero's journey they are the hero of the story you are just the guide slash mentor it's when we experience these intense emotions that our mind confuses noise for signal I used to think it was productive for me to feel a deep sense of shame when my clients didn't get the results thereafter trying to think what I could have done better but at the end of the day, if I'm honest with myself, I probably tried twice as hard with the people who never got a result compared to the cases where they did get a result. And sure enough, if I reflect on the cases where my clients got exactly a result they were after, these were the clients where it almost felt effortless. There's loads in that for coaches listening. Like, um, if anyone wants me to send them the post, just message me on Instagram and I'll send. Um, How about a new story after this? Yeah. Not taking your client's results personally will allow you to see your system and its success rate for what it actually is. One client outcome, good or bad, is not signal, it's just noise. You still have to care. If you want to be the best coach with the best system, you have to care in the right way. Boom! Yeah. I honestly, I read that and I was like... And I, I said to you... I love that. I love a large, that. A large part of that is definitely like ego driven isn't it it's like the ego of like I need to have like 100% score but then there's another side of that coin which I was like sash that made me think and uh, this isn't again there's no like right or wrong it's just me just airing some thoughts which was I also think it's human nature to want to obviously be as best as you possibly can at whatever you do for sure and sometimes the reflection of that is is oh if a client doesn't get exactly what they wanted or you wanted for them out of it it can be a bit of a oh just like if you worked in a job and you were working on a campaign and the campaign like I'm talking marketing here and you worked on a campaign and the results oh. didn't yeah and it flopped and you're like god's sake I did everything I thought I did right there like literally I planned I prepared I did everything and it just didn't go your way and it's like sometimes it's just the way it is like it just it is and it's like you can't control like you can't control all the algorithms on social media sometimes you also can't control a client to the extreme that you think you can like you're not you're not a puppeteer you are literally just like showing the plan of action and then supporting them and guiding them like Sash says it's like we celebrate when someone does something not as our win mm. but as theirs they did the work they showed up for it yeah. and it's it's on them um I think there's a do you agree that there's maybe a bit of a weird thing at the moment with the coaching industry that it's like that the coach is the secret source it's that it's them it's oh my god it's that person and it's not it's like it's the it's the clients it's the people who are doing the work but the coach is like I don't know like ability to remove themselves from that 
I don't know it's a really weird one it's so strange when you think about it it's so strange you know why it's so strange because it's so far from what we see in the industry yeah exactly it, it's like a lot of coaches are like here's a picture of me and this here's a picture of me doing this here's a picture of doing me and I'm like it's not about you oh my I'm shaking yeah. my computer screen yeah no. I totally get it also it's a personal thing and you buy into a person so I totally get that yeah. your personality is so important when it comes to coaching because you tend to attract people that are quite similar to you but like Jess said like we we're giving you the tools you do the work and exactly like he said in that post which is fucking so true I read it and I was like this is so true if you're a coach listening or, or Jess or, or the girl who messaged me last night think about a client that you have had who never got any goals that, that never achieved any goals I bet you worked four times as hard on them because you attached you attached your worthiness as a coach to whether your client got results so I bet when they kept not getting it or you know they tried to lose this weight and then they couldn't I bet you literally thought about it at night researched into things that could help them that is you've literally tried so much harder with that person who hasn't got the result so it's mm-hmm. not it it, it it you cannot control it but then you find someone who got a uh, for example a client wants a 100 kilo deadlift right they can already deadlift 85 you put together a systematic program over three months and boom they got 100 easy yeah but they got it but you did it's effortless because it's just it's just a program it, it, it it's the science it's not the art so it's like yeah I knew you and then they're like oh my god I got 100 and you're like yeah I kind of knew you <laughs> like yeah, you congratulations but it's not a shock for me because it was obvious yeah you it's like doing times table it's like the logic it's going to get to that point eventually exactly. yeah it is it is and 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 you said that about like it's the um people buy from people 100 percent. but and this is one of the reasons I called self self because I didn't want it to be necessarily uh my name and fitness at the end of my thing that was just not and and yeah that's just not the way I wanted to be I think you're really good at um having a very clear um proposition on who you are and what you do I think that's so strong in the industry to be able to be like I'm a coach this is what I do rather than be it just be noise 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 like and and I think that's the 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 tricky part of um the coaching world at the moment is it is a lot of it who can shout the loudest possible all the time and it's it it can be a bit of a distraction for clients it can be a bit of a distraction for and it is it's just the the world the way the marketing world works isn't it unfortunately that's just that's just life and the loudest the loudest people are usually the people that are just being loud for the sake of being loud because they think that that's what people need but like I said to you the best coaches I know are so quiet yeah 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 I've got I've got two people in particular in my head I'm not going to say names but if I need help with the science of coaching Mm. I would never go anywhere else it's literally I'm like straight away I'm like oh hey um I've got this client with this. Like, I don't suppose you could, you know, these are my thoughts. Like, could you, could you maybe share yours or what you think that I might be able to do? Cause I think I'm doing uh, everything I can, but there might be something I'm missing. Two people I go to instantly. Mm. Two people probably posted on Instagram fucking six months ago. Yeah. It's like Matt's Instagram, Matt. 
literally one of those people that's like hosted in 2019 yet they're the most knowledgeable people so if you're a potential client out there or someone who's looking for a coach think about that Mm. there's some unbelievably unbelievably talented coaches out there who live and breathe this job not to an obsessive way but literally like this is this is their thing this is what they do Mm. and there's also people who couldn't give a flying fuck about you and it's all about them and it's their ego and they want all the pictures and stuff but they're the ones that you're gonna see because they'll be there with their Christmas posts and they're this and they're this and you know and they'll be there shouting you know oh you know I mean I won't even go into it but you know you know the score talk to people conversation Mm. if you if you find a coach that you like ask for a call with them a video you get the vibe straight away whether they're for you or not yeah videos build trust and if if you're talking to someone on zoom and you can see their face and you know their sincerity and and how they're feeling and what they do in a job you'll probably know and and if it's not for you then that they won't care yeah they don't give a shit yeah you know so um and I think this girl who messaged where is it it's funny because I just looked at her bio and it is one of the best um <laughs> I won't say it because I don't want to give anything away but it's one of the best uh bios of a PT I've seen for a while it's just like yep this is me mm. um and I'm sure that she's this job means a lot to her and she's curious so she she's literally like she's there yeah you know, I love that shit and stuff like that. I don't know. Hey, and if you're listening to this um, and you don't have a coach, I'll be your coach because I actually think that <laughs> we'd get on really well. Yeah, I think anyone listening to this, you'd like to think that they would, they resonate with one or, or both of us for sure. So yeah, I, I would happily take uh, take you on before the end of the new year if you are listening. Wait, are we still here for no discount? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Tash don't believe in discounting services because then you don't value it as much. No. Maybe if you hairdresser and ask for 10% off because then they'll just leave a little bit of your hair left. <laughs> Uncut. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those. It's like Jess and I believe in what we're doing and I believe in the business and I believe that this is a service that I want to do and that's, and that's how much it costs. Um, but no, I think she'd be great. So if you're listening then... Uh, I'll drop you a message after this. Um, to do a um, let's do an agony and uh, podcast in, in a couple of weeks, and also much to Sasha's dismay, I'm also going to make a talk about Christmas because she was emphasising to me on message how she's sick of the uh, how to manage Christmas <laughs> stuff already, which 100. Yeah. She says she says this all the time, right? And then what will happen is I will post something on Instagram, and Sasha will be like, "Don't you just hate when people do?" It? <laughs> Sasha I actually posted about that yesterday thanks so much <laughs> no but that's why it's good because it, it you you can't yeah. take things personally and me saying that I don't like posts about fitness yeah. for Christmas isn't me saying that I don't think you're good it's just it's just funny yeah. <laughs> no. it, I tell you what it's a bloody good job with friends yeah will <laughs> be like oh Sasha said this no it's that's one of those things it's just like we'll talk about it on another podcast um but yeah, there's lots in that as well. Um, 
we'll maybe do like a, a Christmas reality check what it actually means when it comes to your health and fitness yeah. rather than what people are telling you it, it should mean that's a great idea um and the um hidden agenda of a lot of PTs at this time of year when it comes to stuff like that I think it's super important mm-hmm. um and yes agony aunt so if you are a non-PT or if you are a PT if you've got like a burning question or something that you you want to because sometimes when you just get someone else to talk about it they think of things that you would never think of um if you want yeah yeah yeah, funny that (laughs) um if you want to message Jess or I with your big question doesn't matter how big like this one was super long um then please send it to us and we will tackle it because let me just check the date not this weekend because I'm in Iceland not next weekend because I'm going to see Pete Tong live at the Ibiza proms oh week after I'm going to be visiting Jess in sunny scanny oh yeah it is actually quite sunny today you know <laughs> so yeah. um, hopefully we're going to film a podcast and put it on YouTube and then obviously it'll go on Spotify as well but um we're going to film it because I think that'll be super fun like kind of sofa vibes you know sofa vibes it's ready and waiting for you yes the orange sofa oh we're going to be on that that that'll be really fun I'll I'll, I'll uh, look forward to that um so yeah send us over because that'd be a good one to do on the sofa because we can get pretty deep about it like we did today Mm. extended edition extended edition yeah it'll probably be 90 minutes ish um but today we have finished just over an hour so um i really enjoyed that one yeah it was good and um we love doing the coaches one so if you are a coach um and you like them do let us know because we'll keep them coming as well as obviously the ones of, of for general fitness but Sasha and I like bonded over coaching and we love talking to other coaches about stuff so um please please do let us know if you're enjoying them if you've got any feedback any questions like we said yeah absolutely and, and like I said I'm gonna speak to another OPEX coach Kate who I'd like to get on but if you are a coach um and you would like to come on the podcast and just chat and or you have some things that you think that we haven't covered that you think would be good then let us know because um we've got I've got two coaches lined up I've got um Kate who's an OPEX coach from Preston and I've got uh, Craig Massey who's my coach um have both said they'll come on um so I think it'd be good to do like a little coaches series maybe we'll get four maybe we'll get, try and get two more yeah that'd be cool yeah yeah so that'd be fun. Ace. But yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. And yes, have a great day. See you later. Bye.